days. Dow futures are higher. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... Doug. Where's the money, Karen? I'm sorry, the money? The money is saved by having Liberty Mutual customize your home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Oh, that money. I used it to add to my collection of clown paintings. <laughs> Take a look. Ah, I mean, ah, amazing. Wow. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Sales are rising quickly, but without another lead baker, Dale's Bakery is going to feel the heat. Hey, you're baking alone today. I have to handle this order for the restaurant down the street. Cool, but who's going to handle the pastries? He needs to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. His case was a source of tensions between the U.S. and Israel for decades. Now a spy convicted in the U.S. has left the country and returned home. Here's correspondent Robert Berger. Jonathan Pollard kissed the ground as he got off a plane in Israel. We are ecstatic to be home at last, he said. Pollard served 30 years in a U.S. prison for spying for Israel, a case that strained relations between the two countries. He was greeted by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who handed him an Israeli ID card. Robert Berger, CBS News, Jerusalem. 60s singer Batula Clark says she is in shock and disbelief after hearing her song Downtown played before a bomb was detonated in Nashville on Christmas Day. She wrote on Facebook, of all the thousands of songs, why this one? She said many people had been uplifted by that song. I'm Cammie McCormick, CBS News. They're pounding on the door. They're calling on the phone. It's the collectors. It's those credit cards you ran up trying to start your business. Now you found out that a DBA hurts the family and brings the pain home. Do you remember hearing these commercials on radio? For over 40 years, Ray Reynolds has helped customers get millions in credit. It's no wonder why they call him the godfather of credit. Ray Reynolds will get your score above 720. Do you need $50,000 of corporate credit? By using corporate credit, you can finance a business, buy real estate and stock under a corporation. Take advantage of numerous tax write-offs only available to a corporation. Now you can meet Ray Reynolds on his daily webinar at 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. Monday through Friday. Or call 800-490-4140 to find out more about his secrets to success in helping fix and improve your credit. Go to RaysWebinar.com at 11 a.m. or 2 p.m. Monday through Friday and check out his free, very informative webinar or call 800-490-4140 now. It's worth your time and you'll learn a lot. That's RaysWebinar.com or call 800-490-4140. Weenie Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10.30 a.m. until 9 p.m. Head on over to Larry's Dog House at 410 West Union Street in Athens. In today's world, the last thing you need is a broken cell phone. If you've got equipment in need of repair, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair is here to help. Athens Electronic Repair services all brands of electronics, cell phones, tablets, game systems, and more. Plus, during the health crisis, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair offers home pickup and delivery and a contact-free drop-off kiosk outside. The store. Don't work from home with a busted computer. Call Electronic Repair at 740-590-1677 or visit the shop at 386 Richland Avenue, Athens. 
Since 1972, Dandem Electric has been providing professional solutions at fair prices. Whether it is dedicating a line for your computer, running all new electric lines, installing new lighting, air services, ductwork for distributing the best heating and cooling throughout your home, or complete HVAC system installations for the home or office, Dandem Electric can hook you up. Consider a backup generator for those untimely Southeast Ohio power outages. Call Dandem Electric, 740-593-8813. That's Dandem Electric, 740-593-8813. Did you know that televisions built today have a mean time to failure of just one to three years? That means your brand new TV could break in just one year as manufacturers look to sell, not to maintain. Because that's how they make their money. A TV supply company, we are here to help. If you have TVs or other electronics back to life with a knowledgeable and friendly staff eager to help get your equipment back to like new quality. Don't get rid of buy a replacement TV. Visit locally owned TV supply company instead. Have some questions? Call TV Supply Company at 740-593-3493 or visit the new shop location at 12870 State Route 13 in Millfield. At Century National Bank, we believe strong communities are built with local volunteers, donations, and leadership. Last year, we supported 301 local organizations and donated more than $393,000 to our local communities. Our bankers care about helping our entire community thrive and prosper. Century National Bank is committed to investing money locally and doing everything in our power to support the people and groups in our neighborhoods. Century National Bank, Division of the Park National Bank, member FDIC, CenturyNationalBank.com. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Ah, once again, that sun is beautiful this morning. Look at it out there. Brilliant. We're showing 32 degrees here at our studios. But headed up to 53. It's a Wednesday, folks. It's the party. We got a free for all. And of course, our telephone number 740. 592-6646. Well, good morning. Welcome. And uh, Scott will be back here in a minute. I am Okay. Well, just do it. Who do we appreciate? Oysters. Oysters. Well, Coach Turf, here we are at midweek and... Normally at this time, we discuss some aspect of inept tech football. This is the... This is my favorite part of the program. I was uh, noticing that several of the teams, both in college and the professional ranks, are using a formation called the shotgun formation. And you were telling me that uh, that formation actually 
developed at NF Tech several years ago. That's right. That This goes back to 1961, and uh, most folks probably don't realize, but uh, they, they probably think that the uh, shotgun formation is named after the quarterback because the quarterback stands a little bit further back in the backfield than he does at the regular formation. They think that it's named after because where the quarterback stands, but that ain't right. That ain't nah, not right at all because back in 1961, we had a center name of a shotgun snapman and a, and a shotgun he could hike that ball so hard that the quarterback didn't want to stand right underneath him he had to stand back a little further about 10 yards and that's how come they call it the shotgun formation it's named after the center shotgun snapman back in Tech, class of 61 and don't have nothing to do with the quarterback that formation is somewhat uh, similar to the old single wing formation isn't it coach well, that's right. You know, single wing, double wing, triple wing, everybody's heard of them, but we had in innovative back in NF Tech something called the forple wing. The forple wing where the quarterback stands about 10 yards back, the halfback stands about 8 yards back, the fullback stands about 6 yards back, and the wide receiver stands about 4 yards back, and they're all there back there in the backfield, and, the, and, and then the center could center the ball at any one of them, and so we had a forple attack where people running in four different directions at the same time. I'll be back to talk more NF Tech football history with Coach Turf right after we pause for this message. And uh, <laughs> brought to you as a fun thing by um, FOSS. That's Financial Accounting and Advisory Services. All right? Now this. Coach Turf, another piece of football lore that developed here at NF Tech was the term the lonesome end. And I think you were telling me that you actually developed that play. Well, that's right. You know, that was invented right here at NF Tech. A lot of folks is under the false suspicion that it was invented by somebody else at some other program, but they're not right. It came about right here. I remember back in 1957, we had a boy on the ball team named of a Dog Breath Duncan. Dog Breath, one of my uh, personal favorites. He was a end. He was a wide receiver, and uh, he never did go into the huddle because the other boys on the ball team wouldn't let him in there. You know, uh, he, they made him stand outside the hurdle 10, 20, 30, sometimes even 40 yards away from the hurdle, and he'd stand out there and make up his own plays, make up his own pass patterns, and that worked out real good. And the fact that he was out there all by himself is the reason they call it the lonesome end. So that play actually developed here at Inept Tech. Just like a lot of other plays that uh, has started right here, and folks don't know that, and that's the reason for this here program. And this young man actually gave more to the school than his four years of eligibility. Well, that's right. Not only that, he'd give us something else. You know, he, he'd give uh, the game of football something else even after he was dead and gone. What legacy did he leave behind, Coach? Well, he loved NF Tech. He loved the oysters. He loved football so much he wanted to hang around even after he was gone. And so we buried him on the football field in what you call now your coffin corner. interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of NF Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. We started off with a bang today, didn't we? So to speak. With Art Turf there. Couldn't wait. Yeah. We Great. had to get it. It is a Fun little thing. It is. Uh, I, you can hear me laughing in the background, I'm sure, especially with old dog breath, whatever his name was, getting in the huddle. They didn't want to get near him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Yeah. And the coffin corner buried him right there in the end zone. Today is Wednesday. It's December 30th. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve. And, uh, of course, 
let's see, tomorrow's Thursday. Friday is New Year's Day. Now, we have a special music program scheduled for New Year's Day, right? We do, yes. Okay. Beginning so, tomorrow night. Party Line will not be here on Friday. Correct. Okay. Music okay. begins tomorrow night at 6 p.m., New Year's Eve, and goes until 6 a.m. Saturday morning. Really? Yes. Another 36 hours. Huh? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and the type of music, what are we featuring? Well, it's going to be like New Year's Day themed music, uh, probably some celebration music, some party music, uh, you know, the songs like, what are you doing New Year's Eve, okay. um, things like that. So, I, I mean, there's lots to choose from oh, for yes. Christmas. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. But when you get to a New Year's, I, you know, Auld Lang Syne, that sort of thing, but I mean... It's much more limited, so I was just curious. Yeah, how, how many times can you play Old Lang Syne yeah. in a 36-hour period? Well, a bunch. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, there are many tunes. It's just I'm hard-pressed to think of them. Yeah. I, so anyway, uh, that's that's coming up. So um, we won't be here Friday. We'll have um, this musical tribute to the New Year's Day. So if you tune in and don't hear us Friday, don't think... It's because Dave and I hung out at the Dutch Creek Winery tomorrow night together. In fact, um, I think because I, we, I'm not, I don't we're think not I did a very to. good job of bringing this out. I think that Dutch Creek Winery is not open tomorrow night. Uh, he did say that. Yes. Okay. That they are not open for uh, they're doing uh, the some, weekend. Some um, what do I want to put it? Uh, improvements, construction stuff. Yeah. And um, so it's going to be a little. I think maybe even a couple of weeks before they're ready. Yeah, he did say they'll be open, uh, opening back up in January. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's not that is not a camouflage or disguise th- for them to be closed for Dave and I to go out there and hang out at Dutch Creek Winery all night or the the staff and <laughs> just stop, people here at stop. XTQ and ATH <laughs> going out there. That's not why we won't be here Friday. <laughs> well... <laughs> um, I don't know what to say. No, anyway, good I morning, folks. Welcome. Uh, it's Party Line on the air. and um, I uh, said enough. <laughs> uh, it's a free-for-all edition, and Scott is saying enough. Um, let's see here. Where should we begin? Oh, oh, I already mentioned we're showing, uh, well, we've climbed two degrees just since we uh, cracked the microphone this morning. It's now 34. We're headed to 53. So it's going to be pleasant. And as we look ahead... Let's see here. Tomorrow, not quite so warm, 39, but then back up there on New Year's Day. Okay. So, uh, in fact, New Year's Day, they're saying 56. 51 on Saturday and so on. 43 on Sunday. So, Monday, 45. Tuesday, 48. You want me to keep going? I don't think so. Anyway, lots can change in that period of time, of course. But as of right now, that's... That's what they're saying. Um, I, I almost cracked the mic this morning and said, Yabba Dabba, don't. <laughs> and I thought, well, who would understand that? Yeah, you're going to have to do one tomorrow, I guess, for Friday since we won't be here. But that'll be a Yabba Dabba do minus one. I don't know. 
Anyway, let's see what this caller wants. <clears throat> Good morning. Happy New Year, guys. Hey, thank hey, you. Hey, thank you. You know, you have such a, what do I want to call it, happy voice. Well, that's because I'm a happy person. <laughs> Exuberance. You know, and don't don't misunderstand the nature of this question, but have we met? No. Okay. No, we never have. Well, sometime, if we're if I'm around and you know it, introduce yourself, because you're, I love your voice. Well, thank you. Go ahead. What's up? Well, I hope you guys had a great Christmas like I did. It was very different this year. Yes. <laughs> Um, and COVID was not the only part of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, first of all, my wife, um, was in California. Yeah. And, uh, so basically it was a day alone at home. Well. But I, I watched some good movies. Um, I didn't open any present. Uh, well, I opened one present, which was from me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh, one of these um, remote control little cars. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's a Jeep. And, and anybody that knows me knows my love of Jeeps. So um, anyway, that's, that's the only thing I've opened at this point. Now, when Pat gets home on the 9th of uh, January, in the evening she f arrives back in Columbus. Uh, we'll uh, have our Christmas uh, exchange of gifts at least then. Yeah. And um, the uh, but but we got all our gifts distributed to uh, the California gang, the Lamar. What is it? Lamar Drive, Lamar Avenue. Drive. Dr Lamar Drive gang yeah. and <clears throat> the Angela Road or Angela Drive gang. The two in town. Well, good for you. We just couldn't see them, you know? Yeah, I know. It's one of those drop and run. Yep. <laughs> well, anyway. me and my cat yeah. have got a really good ham, Aww. and we had all kind of good stuff to eat, and a whole bunch of movies, and we had a great time. Good. Good for you. Yeah. Well, it sounds, uh, sounds very similar to what I went through. Oh, yeah. Talk to my kids. They called me, and that was fun. How many do you have? I have two boys. Okay, and their ages? My oldest baby turned <laughs> 60 in June. 60? Yes, <laughs> and my baby was 59 on the 22nd of this month. Wow. And they've got five grandkids and one great-grandson. And they're all over everywhere. Mm. <laughs> so... Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it is. Um, my great-grandson's dad, my grandson, is career army. Oh, yes. He's been stationed all over the place, but they're in Texas, and he was deployed. He's been back about two months, and a bunch of his squad came down with COVID. Oh, mercy. So they are grounded. Yeah. Yep. And they're not traveling anyplace. You know, I'm not sure I've ever said this on the show. Uh, if I had not had such a terrific start of a career in showbiz, I thoroughly enjoyed my military time. And 
if again, if I hadn't had some dreams yet to fill elsewhere, I I could have very easily have um, made it a career. And well, and they had even they work well, they worked me over pretty hard to do so. Yeah. Um, saying you know that I officers school and all that stuff, and um, now I was um. E five when I grad when I left after three years, mm-hmm. but my this was a joint command, so you have all all the different branches represented, and this also was Sync Pack Commander in Chief Pacific, so it's about three quarters officers and one quarter enlisted. It's just the opposite of normal military life. Yeah. Um, and I, my job was that of a Marine Corps Lieutenant Colonel. Wow. And I loved it. And um, it's just a very odd thing, joint commands. But anyway, um, I think I think I could have done that and done it well. But um, I just I, my showbiz thing just kept pulling on me. So I gave it up. Anyway, three and a, three and three years and five months I was in. Yeah, Brian's wanted to be a soldier since day one. Yeah, it's been his dream, huh? Yep, that's what he wanted. That's what he is. is what what uh, what? What am I trying to say? What's his job in the Marines? No, he's a soldier. Oh, I'm so, um, so uh, army. Yes. Okay, what's his job in the well, army? He's on a recon team. Okay. I don't know. That's all I know. Yeah. They don't tell us anything. Yeah, you know. they're not supposed to. No. <laughs> but that's, I'm not even sure that's the right name for it, but yeah. that's old school. <laughs> I don't know. But um, he's got, I think, three more years, and he'll have us 20 in, so he's getting there. It's very nice. Yeah. They like it in Texas, I think. They might just stay there. Just keep him safe. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. What, what are we going to talk about today? Did you just call in to say Happy New Year? Or I did. What? And just to uh, be glad you had a good Christmas, even though you're by yourself. Yeah. And uh, yeah. good wishes for the coming year. I, I think I'm wearing my neighbors out. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Because, you know, every night about 5 o'clock, I call one or two of them and say, uh, dinner? (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, they're starting to now finally say, uh, no. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Well, you have to start on the block behind you. Yeah, well. I mean, there's neighbors all over the place. I know, I know. (laughs) And I have, actually. uh, Oh, well. Well, oh, listen, it's goodness. good to hear your voice. Well, thank you. Bob, you have a good Happy New Year, too. Thank you. I appreciate it. And likewise, I wish you a blessed Happy New oh, Year, too. Thank you, honey. Okay. I'll t- talk to you guys. I don't know. If I feel like driving you crazy, that's what I'll do. You, you're welcome <laughs> anytime. Hey, now. hey, I've got uh-huh. I've Wait. got one for you before you go. Okay. Uh, that just reminded me when you're talking about family. Yeah. That uh, George Burns, remember George Burns? Oh yes. He he once said, uh, 
excuse me, the, the key to happiness for him was uh, having a, a wonderful, loving, close-knit family that lived in another state. <laughs> well, that's me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, well. You guys have a good one. Okay. Thank you. You, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, good morning, folks. Welcome. And um, she's so pleasant, isn't she? Yeah, I love her voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, to see, let's see. This, where were we? I guess we hadn't even really begun, except for uh, having uh, the crazy coach on. Um, <laughs> here comes another caller. Here, that's nice. Okay, let's go. Good morning. Oh, I didn't push this button over here. That makes a big difference. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, you do recall you keep telling us about your background with your um, business. Yeah. On your own station uh, this morning, we did get some news about um, Richard uh, Link, I believe. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, he died, 87. Um, and I thought of him because of the connection to Athens, Ohio, and no, the journalism school. No, public wait relations. a minute. Um, that doesn't make sense to me because he passed a few years ago. Well, it, it mentioned the fact that he, he died at 87 and that he was with, uh, like, agents and stuff, you know, with Andy oh, yeah. Griffith show yeah, and yeah. what have you and the other, there was murder mystery, I don't know, whatever all the things his background was. But I think he's the same Richard Link that came here, unless there's two Richard Links in the same business. I think he died in 2016. Well, you'll have to look into that or check out your own uh, okay. uh, data that came in on the radio this morning. Is I think it was this morning. Okay. Unless I'm having a... a seizure or something. No, uh, I'm not. I don't have seizures. I'm, but I'm kidding. I know, I know you were teasing. I understand um, that. But you, you, what, it came in as a news item? As a news item. Okay, let's get uh, see if River is still in the building. Yeah, he has gone for oh, the he's day. He's left already. Yeah. It was on national news. Oh! National news. Your national news, when we get it, sometimes we don't get it on your radio station. That computer needs a, a workover sometimes. I, th- I, th- <laughs> I thought the, uh, the mention of the person that died was the uh, person that was shot in the Kent State shootings. That had to say, yeah, I think he had a name of Richard, first name. No, this was Richard Link, and okay. talked about being uh, connected in show business with... Uh, Jim Neighbors? Uh, well, also with uh, the Andy uh, mysteries and stuff. He was, well... Well, let me I put it this him. way. Um, he died in 2016. 2016. Yeah, in, um, in Bettina, his widow, my friend, uh, I've even escorted her here on campus at homecomings and things like that because mm-hmm. she came here alone. Um, so there must be two Richard Links in, in the show business thing. <laughs> well, something's like weird. Agent and so Very on. weird. Oh yeah, he he discovered uh, not only Andy Griffith but Ken Berry, Jim Neighbors. Mm-hmm. The list goes on. I never had him as a professor here because I wasn't in that area. But uh, I recall your 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 having interviews and other things with him. He, he was only here. Uh, I'm going to say four or five years as a professor, and it was after he had retired. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, 
Well, you might want to listen to that if it's still available for you to. Well, those are all live, so I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do any of that stuff, so, I mean, you know, we're in the same boat even more than I know. (laughs) Okay. Well, interesting. Or weird. Oh, India, that's all I thought of, and I thought, well, you might mention it, and you might not. Well. You might want to check it out and see. You have the ability to check things out more than I do, but uh, anyway, both of you have very good uh, rest of the year and uh, good holidays. Thank you. And yes, next year, you. let's hope that all of us are in a better uh, position. We'll be able to see family as much as we would like. I got you. Amen. Likewise take, to you. Take care now. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, it's very I'm, weird. Yeah, it is why they would have that on there. But uh, I'm looking at the, the article here, the Kent State shooting survivor. His name is Alan Canfora. He died at age 71. He was wounded one of the wounded students. Okay, now there was a fellow here in town. Dean Kaler. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Now he would have been of the same nature, right? Correct. He was a student at Kent State. Um, was shot, and was then disabled to a certain degree. The remainder of his life, and he's still alive. Um. Well, I'm, I assume so. Yeah, I, I, I presume he is. But he was very well. involved in community things down here. I think he even ran for uh, county would, commissioner. Yeah, he was like a that. county commissioner. Was for, he okay? Yeah, for a term or two. And uh, then eventually, for some reason, uh, left Athens. So, um, Dean Kaler, you folks maybe remember that name. Yeah, All I'm, right. I'm not finding anything else about... Anybody named Link? Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Ellis, if you can help us out, uh, this doesn't make any sense to us. Um, all right, good morning, folks. Welcome. Let's see, let's get underway. Today is Wednesday. It is December 30th, the 365th day of the year. Normally that would be the end of the year, but this being leap year, there are 366 days. Leap year is what, every four years? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, a highlight in history, and <coughs> highlights always sound like it should be shiny, but many times they're not. They're more uh, sad stories. But anyway, what they list today is that on December 30th, 1903, About 600 people died when a fire broke out at a recently opened Iraqi theater in Chicago. Iroquois. Iraqis. Iroquois? Iroquois. Thank you. It was kind of dumb on my part, but... It's a Native American tribe. of course. Iroquois Theater in Chicago. 1903. And, of course, there's, on any given date, all sorts of historical things. Oh, yeah. Um, Some good, some not so good, like you mentioned. I've got... um, Oh, Russ Tamblin died on this date when he was 86. Folks, um, he's someone I knew very well, and um, he was one of the performers in the movie West West Side Story 
did a little dancing and one of the the hood gang, right? Yeah. Sandy Koufax died on this date in eighty uh, at the age of eighty five. No, 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 no. Birthday. I've got this wrong. These are all birthdays. Yeah. So if Russ Tamblin were alive, he would be eighty six today. And I think he still is. Man, I'm just all fouled up here this morning. Yeah, today's his birthday. Okay, Sandy yeah. Koufax is alive. He's right. 85 today. These are birthdays. Palmer, get your act together. Uh, he was one of my favorite players as a kid. Still is. Still has grown up. Man, he could pitch. TV director James Burroughs, 80. Not our local Michael, Jimmy Burrow. Michael Nesbeth. <laughs> Nesmith. Is uh, seventy-eight today. from the monkeys. Um, singer Patty Smith, seventy-four. Meredith Vieira, who I really dig, sixty-seven. TV personality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tracy Ullman, actor and comedian, sixty-one. I like her. Sean Hannity, TV and radio commentator, 59. Now, here's one you all will know, the famous sprinter Ben Johnson. <laughs> anyway, he's 59. I, I actually do. Okay. No, well, I know. One of the, one of, uh, Olympian. But it's a little odd to have a sprinter among this group. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I'm, I'm reading, folks. Forgive my silence. Oh, let's, let's wrap this up. Oh, well, LeBron James, 36. And they, um, they, they deem him old in the NBA yeah. and in the professional sports world. He made a play the other night that looked like he was still 25. Well, there were a lot of names on there, but that's the best we're going to do. Um, let's see. Let's do the history thing. Well, today is Bacon Day. Mm. Um, I I looked back a day, and it, yesterday was like No Vegetables Day or something like that. I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, but today is Bacon Day. Today is National Bicarbonate of soda day. What's that? <laughs> Baking soda. Is what well, that I is. I know what it is, but I mean, why why does it deserve a day? Uh, well, you know, just like we scratch our heads throughout the year with different days like, you know, our famous national number 2 pencil eraser head day. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Here's another one, the last one. Falling Needles Family Fest Day. That is to encourage recycling of live Christmas trees. And also with the recognition that the longer they're in the house, the more of a fire hazard they may be. I, I, and I'm suspecting that. Yes, it, very true, as they dry out, okay. if not properly watered. Well, even then, Yep. It's uh, they get... Pretty touchy. 
1703, on this date, Tokyo hit by an earthquake, and 37,000 people died. Nineteen fifty, Vietnam, Laos, and Cambodia, two of those countries I was responsible for. I mean when I was in the service. Laos and Cambodia. But anyway, the the three of them became independent states within the French Union. Tiger Woods. How'd we miss that? Tiger Woods, forty fifth birthday today. Oh, good. LeBron James, 36th birthday today. We did we did not miss that one. Did I say that out loud? Yeah, because I, I said he uh, LeBron James made a play the other night that looked like he was still 25 years old. Because it, but we didn't make note that it's his birthday. Yeah, you did. Okay. Yep. But I, I don't think Tiger Woods was listed in that first listing of all the birthdays. Folks, let's 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 do something here. Last night, as I was uh, relaxing with the guys, that means uh, Hope and Foley, our two dogs. Um, I got to thinking about well, well, what's the big deal about New Year's? And the word resolution popped out. I thought, you know, that we could do that. We could do that. So I started uh, looking into this whole concept of resolutions. New Year's resolutions. And frankly, I came up with way too much information. But I'm going to try to do it anyway. So... They polled several hundred people. No, several thousand people. Two thousand people. And here are some of the things that came up. Okay. And what they've done is the ones that surfaced more often than others is what they made a list of. So, um, what, what do you think number one might be? Lose weight. Yeah, you're kind of in there. Um, in a different way of saying it, get in shape. But then they say, losing weight is the top resolution for Americans. And combine that with exercise more and stay fit and healthy. It is something that over a third of the population wishes to achieve. Get in shape. Number two. Um, I'm not going to push you too much farther, but I'll do another one on you. Quit smoking. No, that does show up, but it's not two. Uh, Number two is start heating. Not heating. Eating. Start eating healthier food and less food overall. Which kind of goes along with get in better shape. Yeah. 
This is usually an extension of the previous resolution, which we just pointed out. Switching to a healthier diet can be incredibly tricky when we are surrounded by cheap junk food. However, with a good amount of determination and some basic tips, you can slowly develop healthier eating habits. Another thing is to learn to control what they're calling emotional eating. And I tell you what, I think COVID has affected my diet or what I eat. I try to eat things that might make me a little bit happier because I'm not happy with the COVID situation. It just drives me nuts that I can't go and hug my grandkids. Enough on that one. Number three, stop procrastinating. The biggest barrier that keeps most people from reaching their goals is the desire to relax and do something fun instead of working hard. Once you get used to procrastinating, it's difficult to snap yourself out of it. So, you'll need to put in a lot of work to change this bad habit. And I'm not reading all the stuff on here, but um, just just sort of the highlights. Number four, improve your concentration and mental skills. People have been trying to find ways to improve their focus and cognitive capacities for thousands of years. In most ancient civilizations, had some combination of mental exercise and herbal medicine to help them reach that goal. Today, we can use anything from apps to ancient meditation, uh, techniques to boost concentration and hone our mental skills. Okay, number five. Meet new people. They go on there. When we get stuck in a rut, we usually end up staying at home most of the time, missing out on a lot of interesting opportunities for networking and having fun. Meeting new people can be beneficial to your mental health being, uh, mental health well-being, and help your career. So don't be afraid to get out there and make some friends. Overcome your shyness, get some knowledge, and go and get to know new and interesting people. Number six, I guess we're at. Become more active. So that kind of goes in with get in shape, right? Yep, it could, indeed. Some people don't really have a big weight problem, and they even get some exercise a few times a week, but they just sit around the most of the time at home and at work, which can have a negative effect on their posture and health. 
Well, anyway, get more active. Number seven, be mo become more confident and take some chances once in a while. Number eight, earn more money. They go on, even billionaires are always looking for ways to earn more money. And we common folk can definitely use an additional source of income to make life a bit more comfortable. Fortunately, there are plenty of options available, like having side jobs, working as a freelancer, or using the Internet to your advantage, and so on. But just basically... This is one you hear over and over and over. I need to earn more money. Number nine, become more polite. Good manners have always been an important part of a civilized society. They make it easier to connect with others. Avoid offending people and will ensure that others perceive you as a good and trustworthy person. So know the etiquette. Be prepared or other matters in other countries. Deal with rude people in the right way and learn how to say no. <clears throat> now, folks, I got a lot of pages here, so I'm going to pick up the speed a little bit. All right, and learn how to say no to scammers on the phone. Yeah, it's, it is sometimes difficult to know... When something's a scam. Yeah, and to recognize it. Um, that, that, that's, that's a subject for a whole oh, program. Yeah. Let's, let's do this uh, okay. after the New Year's. I'll work on that one. Anyway, let's go on. Number 10, reduce stress. Oh, my. Stress can be so negative. Number 11, learn to be happier with your current life. You know, we, we think about what we don't have, but what we don't always do well is think about what we do have. And being content. And comfortable. Number 12, get more quality sleep. You know, we've got all these gadgets all around us. Big TVs, computers, smartphones, tablets, bubba, bubba, bubba. And there's a certain, what do you call it, uh, propensity to want to use them. And you may say, I want to go to bed, but oh, I got to check this. 
Or I want to watch the end of this show mm. on TV. I'll watch it in bed. Okay. Fall asleep with TV on. Get more quality sleep. Number 13. Here's one that you picked up on earlier. Give up cigarettes. Now, folks, I like a cigar once in a while. Uh, but they really, they should say, um, give up smoking. A bit of bad habit that a lot of people don't know how to kick. Smoking will not only endanger your health, but can burn a hole in your wallet as well. Just be prepared to dedicate a lot of willpower to giving up cigarettes once and for all. My wife was a smoker up until 25 years ago. Yeah. I would say that's right. Um, she just one day said, I'm done. And didn't. And hasn't. Cold turkey. Good for her. Way to go, Patrick. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at a, a list here of the price of cigs. Yeah, when you mentioned there, it'll burn a hole in your wallet. The price of smokes in New York per pack, $10.47. Why? Per pack. Cigarette excise tax per Listen. pack in New York, $4.35. Oh. oh, okay. So they've kicked on a extra bunch. Uh, slightly, yeah. Okay. Ohio, $6.55. Excise tax per pack, $1.60. That's on the average. Not the tax, the average retail price. I I, I got you. Yeah. Okay, number 13. So 13 was give up cigarettes. But I I would change it to give up smoking. Uh, Number 14, watch less television. I would add listen to more radio. Yeah, here at 97 and Power 105. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, number 14, watch less television. Number 15, read more. We hear that annually. Well, many of these we hear annually. But there's, a, a, you know, many people who say... Okay, let me let me back up. In my case, I am ashamed to admit that I have probably not writ, read a book cover to cover um, maybe a half dozen books in my lifetime. Six, folks. Six. And, you know, they were like um, Hemingway. Uh, There was a book that I was named for called Just David. I read that one. 
at my mother's insistence. Um, the ones that I have, and I'm having a little trouble recalling their titles at the moment, but they were classics that were required either for a classroom or by my mom. Now, that's not to say I'm a bad reader. It's just not recreational to me. I'm a researcher. I love the challenge of finding something out. But on the list of resolutions, simply to read more. Books are an excellent way to gain a lot of knowledge on a huge variety of topics and are also a great exercise for your brain. Okay. They might help you sleep better, too. How many times have you heard people say they were reading a book and they next thing they knew they fell asleep with a book open in their lap? Yeah. Number 16, find a significant other. Um, having a life partner. <clears throat> yeah pretty darn important number 17 have better sex <laughs> what more can I say about that I don't number 18 should. become tidier you know in some sense, that's uh, become more organized. Including personal hygiene. Okay. Number 19, how to dress with style. Learn to dress with style. Mm, okay. Number 20, spend more time with people that matter. And what they're not saying is... Spend less time with people that don't matter, I guess. <laughs> okay, next is 21. It says start drinking in moderation or quit drinking overall. Or altogether. Um, you know, they had this uh, story just in the last 24 hours that the Institutes of Health and All had suggested a change. And they do this every five or six years, but this one's this one is new. It used to be, they'd say a woman should limit themselves to one drink, and a man to two. Well, the health gurus decided that this year that's 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 suggest males also be one. Well, the government said no. Uh, we'll keep it at two and one. You'll hear more about that in the next few days. But the point is not to overindulge. Um, and certainly, if you can, stop. Um, get out of debt. We have a minute and a half left, and I haven't even gotten one-fourth of the way through this report. 
Well, tomorrow's New Year's Eve, so... Start saving money. Learn a new language. Volunteer and give more to charity. Pick up useful skills or fun hobbies. Learn to get let go of grudges and avoid moping. Adopt a cute pet. Become more organized. Travel more and see the world. Learn to cook. Well, you get the idea. And then I've got another report that complements this, and we'll we'll save it and do some more tomorrow. Sounds good. And um, Bobcat basketball this afternoon. What time? Two o'clock tip-off pregame at one thirty on the flagship station of the Ohio Bobcats, our sister station, Power One Hundred Five. They host uh, Bowling Green Falcons. So it's the home game. Yes. Okay. Bowling Green's having a decent year this year, so it should be a pretty good game. Fans can't go to the game, so tune in on 105.5. Well, you know, that's been another thing that's been a little bit distressful this year is not being able to take in these events. Um... And they're wanting to get the vaccines out faster. They'll get it. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Cammie McCormick. There's a new coronavirus vaccine. It's being hailed as a game changer. Not approved here yet. Britain located choose today. Vicki Barker has more from London. AstraZeneca got more than a billion dollars from the government's warp speed program, but that won't speed up the approval process. The FDA is waiting for more data before making its decision. With the new highly contagious UK variant already confirmed in a Colorado man, the team leader says she's pretty confident all the existing vaccines should be effective against it. Global take-up for the AstraZeneca vaccine is expected to be strong. It's been called the vaccine for the world because it's both cheaper and easier to ship and store than the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. And the reaction in London? I can't imagine them making a decision to go on holiday in the summer. And I guess it's because whilst I take the vaccine, I don't think it's going to turn things around quickly. I'll be taking it out, but I know there's a lot of people who won't be. As to the shortages of vaccines here in the U.S., Maryland Governor Larry Hogan. It's a bad time to be pointing fingers when we really just have to bring everybody at the federal, state, and local, and the private sector together to get this 